This is a Four Sevens Network podcast. Foursevens.com. The Sniffer. You know what? What? Hi, Nora. Hi, Kathy. I have been getting freaked out by the black squirrels in Toronto. Where? I love squirrels. You know those huge black squirrels that we have here that are so big and tough and aggressive? Where? Rue and I'll go. He's a squirreler. I've turned into a very good squirreler myself. They come into the backyard, my backyard, and I just, when I was riding through Ryerson, I noticed. Well, why like, don't whatever you... happened to the cute brown squirrels? Did the black squirrels kill them all? They're up at Rosedale Ravine. Anyway, I just it occurred to me actually first when I was in the backyard with Billy yesterday. Was your cat nervous? Yeah, because these these <laughs> squirrels are like about as big as Billy is practically. Like they're huge. <laughs> okay, not quite as big as Billy. They're as big as a cat. They're pretty, they're pretty big. And Billy's a big cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I go squirreling a lot with the dog. Squirreling. I do. I'm a Squirrely, very squirrely. That's I what do. you are. <laughs> hey, you know, before we get into the stories, I have a little bit of Second Life gossip. What? Guess who's making a movie in Second Life? Tell me you know. I think I just did this for my column. A uh, guy that sold the thing to HBO? No, Peter Greenaway. Really? Filming a movie oh, in Second Life. I wish I'd known that. I That's just heard it. Yeah. I can't wow. tell you everything. That's I cool. I saved it for this one. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So what do we have for today? Uh, I have a little thing to start off, which is kind of conceptual. The artisanal economy. I read about this at the Fast Forward blog. And it intrigued me as a tag. It's really, I think it's really pulling together a lot of the same kinds of things that you and I have been sort of batting around. Mm -hmm. But I just really like that name, the artisanal economy. As increasingly we get this huge amount of flood of cheap mass-produced goods uh, that really are kind of devoid of meaning in people's lives. We're going to start to see more and more of a reaction to that, more and more intense localism, more of kind of a pre-industrial kind of model of both of production and of distribution in terms of like for instance the the local farmers market as a yes. model for distribution but this time supported by the use of social networks as a way of finding markets for products as a way of connecting with suppliers and as a way of making links in the local communities mm-hmm. and this really struck a chord with me with um, this guy I was talking to for the show who was just making the point that he didn't think that social networking just as a phenomenon where you meet people for the sake of meeting people was really going to hang around. That yeah, I know. networking is a way of connecting with something that has a real impact in your real world. Like, Well, actually, you know something? Remember when you were talking about that stupid thing about people getting together for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even though I, I say it was a stupid thing. <laughs> but it's true. If you wanted to get together with people online if you were going to say practice the 100 mile diet Mm -hmm. and then that's what you're saying right that you'd say oh okay you know like I want to get some broccoli who's got broccoli that is basically a support for your real life rather than being this weird thing where you collect a million friends right for no particular reason it's kind of fun to collect the friends at first (laughs) actually I, I thought that that was a great story the only thing that I sort of wonder if is how many people can actually afford I know that we can't really 
afford not to take advantage of shopping locally and take it, saving the planet. But, you know, when you look at all the really super cheap stuff, like, okay, here's an example. I desperately need a new carpet, a 9 by 11 if anyone has one out there, with <laughs> red and green in it, <laughs> carpet up at the farm for the family room. Mm -hmm. And I have been talking to Patty Johnson, who's an artist, who only believes in buying fair trade goods and paying what things are truly worth. Right. So she has she has a project out now called North South, which is about dealing with um, artisans in Botswana and things like that. So really, really paying. But I'm thinking, I can't afford to go out and buy a real Botswana rug for the family room up at the farm. I want the $99 Ikea special. So, you know, to me, that's sort of the challenge. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I... The one thing that was a bit of a flag for me is do you end up, it's kind of like that eco-chic thing that we were talking about. I mean, yeah. do you end up with this thing where you have a whole lot of people who are basically in the modernist, mass-produced economy, and then other people who, either because they have the money or because they have the lifestyle options to do so, yeah. are able to sort of do more of that dropout thing, either as purchasers or as producers. Are, well, are you doing it? Are you dropping out? Like, are you making an, a real active choice to only buy fair trade goods right across the board? Not right across the board. I mean, I, mean, I do it for certain, like I definitely, I'm completely hooked on the farmer market thing. And there are certain products, like I buy fair trade coffee, but I don't, I wouldn't say I do that with the consumer durables. I agree that there's that class dimension to it, but how much stuff do you really need? I mean, we're we buy a lot yeah. of crap. I need a new rug, babe. It's white <laughs> and it's got nasty stains. <laughs> so anyway, I have a story, just a sort of a small snappy. Yeah. It kind of fits with this. I went to Roots last week after I got my teeth cleaned, which is something mm -hmm. that I do. Every six months I go to Roots. <laughs> What's up by the standard How is Roots related to your teeth cleaning? It's, I need something after that. <laughs> the, she's mean, the dental hygienist. She talks to me about my shrinking gums. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> it gives me things to massage them with, then I go to Roots and see what's on sale. So anyway, I walked in. First thing that I was quite surprised at to see that Roots had gone, um, a lot of poly cotton blends. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is something, like, are people going back to polyester because it's, you know, it is a fabric not found in nature. Like, why is polyester popping up? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. People are certainly going back to the microfibery, like the Lululemon type of yeah. artificial fabrics. I thought it was interesting because the stuff that was actually cotton was labeled with caps organic, right? meaning that it costs a little bit more. Yeah. But then the other thing that was really fascinating was they had these, all these boots on sale. And this is Roots. You know, like to me, Roots is Canadian and Roots is synonymous with quality, mm -hmm. high, high quality stuff. Well, they had these boots and these boots were regularly 165 bucks and they were on sale for 42. I said, oh mm, my goodness, smart color. I'll, I'll try a pair on. So I said, you know, I said, well, what's wrong with them? And they said, well, we had them made in China. Mm -hmm. And they re they sized them all wrong. So I was trying to get a pair to fit me, and I had on like a eight and a half men's, which I'm like, I'm a woman's eight and a half or a nine. Right. So they were all screwy, but I thought, okay, you know, that's a good price point, and besides their roots. So I was standing there, and I had them in my hands, and the eyelets started to fall out. <laughs> yeah, of where, you know, where the lace is. Mm -hmm. Like, this is roots. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of, what do you think about that? Well, I would never have expected to see that with Roots. Roots of all places to but find then something again, made in China. Like, they're not supposed to do that. They, they charge a lot of money. But did I Yeah, but everybody. I mean, bucks? have you been into Holtz lately? I mean, you can buy $450 t-shirts that are made in China. Mm. Any high-end place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed.
So drop us a line <laughs> at crankypants at We could have a blog called Cranky Pants. I like that. Cranky Pants just and Happy bitch Pants. bitch about things all the time. Yeah, we could have the sort of like two phases. The two phases of Lauren Candy. Well, well, I don't think I've ever been Happy Pants. That's wrong. I'm sometimes Happy Pants. <laughs> yeah, you are. You have a much sunnier side than I do. <laughs> You're sunny, baby. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Visit us at the blog. First, links to these stories and more. 47s.com slash the sniffer. Cranky pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.